Welcome to Prepare to Care. We're an AARP caregiving podcast aimed at bringing you free information, free resources, and free tools to help support you and your family. I'm your host. I'm Eddie Orem. Thank you for joining us. The latest figures show more people are getting vaccinated and the numbers of infections and deaths due to COVID are decreasing. That's good news. But what about safety precautions that we must have now that we have been vaccinated? With easing COVID-19 restrictions, many folk are finding themselves with more questions than answers regarding safety and the people that they care for daily. Here to help guide us through the changes and to tell us exactly what they mean, Dr. Angela Kaddick, who is Assistant Professor, Section of Geriatrics and Palliative Medicine at the Baylor College of Medicine. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Kaddick. My pleasure, happy to be here. Great, first things first, vaccinations. Is it important to get vaccinated and should we have both shots? It is incredibly important to get vaccinated. As most of your your reader, your viewers and listeners are probably aware, vaccines are now available throughout the United States for anyone 12 years of age or older. And I would very much encourage everyone to get vaccinated unless they had a specific contraindication that they had discussed with their medical provider. We now have vaccines available through three different companies, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. For both Pfizer and Moderna, there are two injections that you would receive. For Pfizer, those are three weeks apart, and for Moderna, that's typically four weeks apart. Johnson & Johnson is only one injection. I do get lots of questions from patients and family members wondering what to do if they are late in getting their second injection that's okay, don't worry, just move ahead and get that second injection. What we don't want is it to be too close to the first one. So we need to wait the designated amount of time or if that's delayed for some reason, a bit longer is okay. And it is incredibly important to go back and get that second injection if you are getting Pfizer or Moderna. If not, the vaccine is not going to be as effective and you're not going to be protected. And then finally, we want everyone to keep in mind that the vaccine does not reach its full effectiveness until two weeks after the final injection. So either for the Pfizer and Moderna, that second injection, or for Johnson & Johnson, two weeks after that, that one, one injection that you will get. Here in Texas, there's no longer a mask mandate. And the CDC says that if you're fully vaccinated, you can resume activities that you engaged in prior to the pandemic. Despite that, many of us are still wearing masks. Should we still adhere to prior precautions? I think this is an individual decision. So one thing that I really wanna point out is of course, if we are traveling, perhaps going outside of the state of Texas or in businesses where they are still requesting that we wear a mask and physically distance, we should adhere to those guidelines. Many of us are taking baby steps as, as society reopens after COVID, and I think that's perfectly reasonable. Right now, children less than age 12 are not candidates for vaccines. There are individuals who've chosen not to be vaccinated for a variety of reasons, and we have individuals who have immune issues who may not respond to the vaccine. 
So for those reasons, we may choose to continue masking and physically distancing, although right now we think the risk of someone who's fully vaccinated transmitting COVID to others is relatively low. In terms of other situations, when we feel comfortable taking off our mask, I think that's going to come with time and differ between individuals. I think most of us would feel relatively safe having an intimate meal with a few other fully vaccinated individuals while we may not yet be ready to go to a concert or return to a very crowded sporting venue. Well, now that it's summer um, and we're beginning to travel, what precautions should we take? Um, the CDC presently says that if we've been vaccinated, as you said, uh, we don't really have to wear a mask. So despite that, uh, what should we be thinking about now that it's summer? And should we try to get vaccinated before and after our trip? Great question. So absolutely, you should try to get vaccinated before your trip. I would recommend you are fully vaccinated before your trip you will have peace of mind and enjoy it much more. At this point, there's no suggestion that you need to be COVID tested prior to taking a trip domestically within the United States. Now, if you are traveling internationally, you need to be very familiar with the regulations of the country you're going to. And in most cases, you will need to prove that you had a negative COVID test within a period of time before you arrive at your destination. In most cases, you will also need a negative COVID test to board the plane to come back into the United States. It is no longer recommended that you have to quarantine once you return to the US, but it is recommended that you have a COVID test three to five days after you return. So doctor, it sounds like we still have a lot of precautions and a lot of things to think about to protect ourselves and to protect others. Um, many of us, live in a 50 plus community uh, and we live in multi-generational homes. Is there anything particularly that we as caregivers should be thinking about? And is there something we should be doing for the ones that we care for? Absolutely. The best thing we can do for the ones that we care for, the ones that we live with and, and our community, as you say, is to get vaccinated. Um, this is the strongest advice that I can give you. But again, we have segments of the population, in particular children under 12, who are not eligible to be vaccinated. So in multi-generational households, all the more important that everyone who can be vaccinated so that there's a much lower risk, we think, of transmitting COVID to these, to these unvaccinated children and we're protected if they would bring anything home. And then again, in situations where you may have outside caregivers coming into the home, or perhaps family caregivers who are caring for a loved one with whom they do not live, we want to make sure that those caregivers are vaccinated as they are interacting with these higher risk older adults, especially if these older adults are not vaccinated for some reason. Well, now, doctor, do you believe that we'll ever get back to what we consider to be normal? Or will there be a new normal? for us as citizens. I think there will be a new normal. And I don't know that that will be because we need to continue wearing masks or physically distancing. I, I think we will reach the point and I don't know when that will be, but I think we will reach the point we don't really need to do that, hopefully because the vast majority of our population has gotten vaccinated. But I think we have a new normal just in our awareness 
of infectious disease issues, as well as what this pandemic has highlighted for us in terms of the importance of social interaction, especially in our older adults, trying to help prevent any cognitive or functional decline, which is something that we're really seeing as an outcome of this pandemic unrelated to the infectious diseases and, and something we're going to be addressing for a long time to come. I was listening to uh, the news this morning and it was stated that we should be prepared for the next pandemic as we are moving forward. Uh, do you as a doctor see that something that, that you will continue to prepare for? I think it's a possibility. I think it's something we should all be preparing for. And, you know, hopefully on a, on a much higher level as a, as a country, as with infectious disease experts and the Centers for Disease Control, thinking about this because, you know, we don't know where it may come from. We don't know what it might look like. We don't know when it may happen. So making sure that we have, you know, personal protective equipment for healthcare workers, okay. making sure that we're maintaining good sanitation practices, just, you know, using good common sense, almost like we do for hurricane season, which was just entered every year, that, you know, we have our, our security, um, our security pack ready to go and, and we're ready if something like this, you know, goodness forbid, happens again. I think that's very good advice, Doctor. Uh, we should just stay prepared as for any other disaster and to make sure that we're talking with our family, that we understand that this is something that's going to be our new normal. Uh, as we're coming out of this pandemic, can you identify any functional or cognitive or mental health concerns in older adults which may have risen as we have entered this pandemic and now coming out? Yes, absolutely. We have seen lots of functional and cognitive decline in many of our older adults. And a lot of that simply comes from social isolation, whether they were in a facility which was in lockdown to try to protect against infectious disease issues or simply were isolating in their home. So as we are reconnecting with older adults in our life, whom in some cases we may not have seen in a while, it's really important to be attuned to any changes in their physical or cognitive function, as well as any signs of you know, significant loneliness or depression. And I would really encourage the best first step would to make sure they are reconnecting with their medical providers, especially if they have been reluctant or maybe not seeing them during the pandemic. Is it safe now that let's assume we've been vaccinated in our family, that we can open up our home where we have our, our care receivers and allow other family members to come in? Yes. I, if you are vaccinated within that family group, bringing vaccinated families together is safe, according to CDC, according to everything that we're seeing in the field. And so that's wonderful news. As we all know, it's so important for families and, and caregivers to be able to be together with their care recipients. Dr. Kadic, is there anything else you'd like to add for our podcast today? Well, I just appreciate the opportunity to be here and again, would encourage anyone who has not yet been vaccinated and may have any questions or concerns about the vaccine to reach out, to talk to their medical professional, to get those questions answered and encourage people to get vaccinated. The sooner we all are vaccinated, the sooner we are back to normal. Dr. Kadic, thank you for your time. We at AARP and the 50 plus community appreciate your information, your resources and your tools. I'd also like to Thank those of you in our audience for joining us. I'd like to ask that you be well, continue to care, and we encourage you to follow the Prepare to Care podcast on iTunes, SoundClouds, or at www.aarp.org slash Houston 
PTC. You can also catch past episodes on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash C slash AARP Texas. Thank you for listening. And as always, thank you for caring.